Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG, where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Hello, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, the ultimate online D&D toolset for both players and DMs. Make your dungeon-delving life a million times easier with D&D Beyond using the link in the episode description. Welcome back to Erois. Hi! Our party's quest into the Feywild nears its end as they make their way into the city-state of Heartspire to confront the sorceress Mesmera to try and save their friend Thalia from a terrible curse. The awakened dandelion Armador informed the party of the three rules Archfey Mesmera had placed upon Heartspire. The rule of grounding, preventing any creature from flying in the city. The rule of harm, harming others is revisited three times upon the attacker. And the rule of property, creatures cannot destroy the property of another. Knowing this, uh, the the party began to head into the city itself, um, also learning that the knights of Heartspire seem to be immune to these rules, as though they have been made exempt. With Lucius's clever use of his chromatic magic, the party bypass the immense thorn wall that surrounds Heartspire and begin to explore inside as they travel towards the central area with hopes of remaining undetected. Quill, under the effects of True Sight, discerns that the knights here are actually glamoured devils and demons. And with other clues gathered from visions and analysing Thalia's curse, the party begins to suspect that an old enemy Grazed, the prince of dark, the dark prince of desire is somehow connected to all of this as the party approach the inner wall of the city that protects the central spire nova attempts to use tiangong to cast pass wall but the spell seems to trigger an alarm and the two stone gate guardians attempt to engage the party though slowed due to the party's careful tactics rose meadow Kyrie and big cat are petrified by the guardian's gaze but the others manage to resist the effect Quill, using Greater Restoration on Rosemeadow, whilst Ayla and Sentry handle the two large guardians through several disguised knights, are en route to engage them. 
Nova, seeking a faster entry to the tower's upper floors, finds a clever way around the rule of grounding and uses reverse gravity to propel herself a hundred feet up to the top floors. Now suspended there, whilst onrushing devils and the remaining guardian fight below, Nova peers through a window into what appears to be Heartspire's throne room. And that is pretty much where we left off. That was a bit of a long recap, but a lot happened. Um, yeah. A lot of a big setup yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, oh. Just dangling there. And we are... Oscillating. We are in Oscillating hard. As we stand, um, Nova turn, Nova's turn literally just ended with her being propelled 100 feet up and slowly oscillating, uh, bobbing up and down under the reverse gravity. Um, just to, before we jump in, Ayla is going to be the first to take her turn, uh, followed by Rose Meadow, then Sentry. But just to kind of like reestablish the visuals of where you are, you are basically, uh, the tower is sort of in front of you. The inner wall is behind you, and you are in a semicircular space, kind of like a semicircular plaza around the the the, the spire itself. Um, one guardian, the lion guardian, has been destroyed and is now just a pile of rubble on the floor. Uh, I believe Ayla, uh, Quill, and Lucius, I think, had moved thirty feet um, around that side of the room towards the main entrance into the tower. Um, whilst the others so most of the npcs sentry um are all about sort of 60 feet away from the entrance sort of around halfway around the semicircle uh let's try and get this in your head if there's any questions go on tom i I was i was with the npcs because i'm in the process of unpetrifying them that's right so so quill's actually back with sentry and the npcs and i think ayla and lucius then had moved off i was trying to remember exactly who had moved where um, Isn't so on a guardian right now? She she was yes. So she, she was. was hanging on to the the elk guardian and fending it mm. off basically, which has, has moved up to engage everybody. Um, you know that there are at least two Irenese devils who are flying in to basically they've been alerted to the sounds of battle and they are flying in to engage everything that's going on as well. Um, who knows how many other devils might be on route as well? These are just the only two that you can see because they're flying up in the air. Um, it's difficult to estimate, but maybe two or three rounds. You, you know, they are sort of like 30 seconds or less away uh, if at the, their current rate of flying. Um, so there's only one Guardian. The Elk Guardian is still standing. It's about 60 feet away from Ayla and Lucius, um, about 30 feet away from Quill and the NPCs, and then Sentry is currently on that. Um, and that is where we're picking up. Uh, if there's any questions or if you need a refresher on anything, just say. But Ayla, we jump in with you. Okay, I think seeing Nova, Nova, yeah, (laughs) yeah, seeing Nova propel herself into the sky, and that Quill is trying to unpetrify people. I think Ayla will just stop running, go, oh for Mm -hmm. God's sake, turn around, run back (laughs) towards Sentry and the Guardian, and Mm -hmm. not looking at the Guardian Mm because I don't want to be petrified. I Mm -hmm. will attack it, please. Okay, Uh, what's your movement speed? It's forty-five, right? Forty-five. Um, so you won't get there because they're 60 feet away from you so you'll be 15 feet short Um, but you could dash as an action case it won't out your longbow take a shot with that do me any favors so i will try and shoot it instead twice yeah it's not gonna be fantastic but you move up to quill and the um, other two and then as you're running you kind of put the the hammer away and you draw out your longbow and fire two shots uh 
I don't think that's going to hit, though. It's going to be a 16 you remember hit, things, the first one. Yeah, these and... things have an AC of 20. You remember that was established yeah. in the in the last... No, uh, I'm not going to hit with either of those, so... Okay. I, the arrow's just just, I get closer. Cool. All right. So you just move that's as close it. as you can. Uh, Rose Meadow, on her turn, is uh, having just been unpentrified, kind of yep. blinks, looks at Quill confused, but she will turn around. She will grab Kyrie. Uh, because she uh-huh. doesn't think that, like, because her instinct would be to save, like, the one who she sees as the most like, sort of, like, innocent. So I think she would grab Kyrie and she cast Greater Restoration on Kyrie as well. She can nice. do that once she a day. She does have it. She does have it. She can cast oh, it. Okay. She's only got the one, though. Um, and she that casts helps. that and you watch as Kyrie's, like, stone. It breaks off of her feathers and Rosemeadow, like, grabs her and is, like, basically, like, holding her. So if, you know, if you have to run away, because Rosemeadow can run away really quickly, she's got Kyrie. Um, and she's like, oh, what are we doing, Quill? What are we doing? Whoa, what's happening? Um, and Kyrie's just like, where's Thalia? Thalia? And like, you know, just panic is, they're just basically freaking out. Um, that's going to be Rosemeadow's uh, turn. She can't do anything else. She casts as an action. She's just going to ready herself. Uh, we go to Sentry. Okay. Um, I believe Sentry's currently slowed at the moment. Uh, I believe so. Yes, you are currently slowed. Cool. So I'm going to do one action at the moment. So I'm going to whip around and attack the Elk Guardian behind me, please. Okay. Um, yep. I'll use yeah, a I think you would, one you would let go of the creature. So the other question yeah. is, are you looking at it, Sentry? So you know that no. its eyes are glowing. So disadvantage on the attack roll. Okie dokie. One. 25 on the first one and 26 God. on the second. Good God. I mean, Very yeah. Nice. Uh, as long as you beat the 20, you're all good. Nice. Alrighty. So I'm just going to do standard attack with a level one Divine Smite. So 3d8 and a d12. Swap some of my things around here. 21 to 28 total for the first attack. Uh, 28 points of damage. Sorry, I was just sorting out some stuff here. That's all right. Um, so 28 points of damage. Um, and remember, with slow, you only get to make one attack, uh, unfortunately. Okay. That'll so, be my turn, uh, then. Yeah, so the, the Starbreaker kind of whoosh, uh, smashes into the creature, and you carve a huge chunk of rock away from this this Elk Guardian. Um but yeah, unfortunately, you do. At the end of your turn, wisdom saving throw to get away from the uh, slow effect. Well, means 18. Uh, 18 is enough. Yeah, DC 17. Yes. So you managed to kind of shake off this slowing effect uh, just to sort of like uh, you you finish making the attack. It kind of breaks away from you. Um, well, cool. Anything else, Sentry, on your turn? Uh, no, that's me all done, I think. Yeah. I'm good. That's meal. Um, cool. Uh, Thalia, <clears throat> you see Thalia's like, you know, she's struggling to sort of breathe. Like she's definitely taking these deep breaths. She's clutching her arm, um, but she's kind of like looking up to where like Nova's gone and is just like, probably like in a hoarse kind of like desperate voice. It's like, what are you doing? Um, it's just going to call out. Um, and then she, yeah, she's just going to basically move up to like Rose Meadow and the others and just try and take cover because she can't really fight at the moment because of the curse. Um, that is beginning to take a greater hold. So the next person to go is the Guardian, the big stone elk. Um, and it is going to... Um, uh, oh, it wasn't affected by that. So yeah, it will... Sentry, uh, it will just try and slam its hooves down on you uh, three yeah. times. It's just going to try and... With its giant stone hooves, um, slam down upon you. Uh, it's going to be a 19, which is a miss. Doesn't hit. Against Sentry. A 12, which is also a miss. 
and then a 15. So all three of these things come slamming down, but now that you're free of the slow, you raise your shield, and the, you know, the ground cracks underneath you as each of these hooves slam into your armored form, but nothing gets through your defenses, and you don't take any damage. It's like the ground is just cracking underneath you from the force. Um, Yeah, that's it. Uh, Keelik. So I've still got my arcane eye up i believe so i can still take a look at this thing and communicate with others if, if its eyes dim again mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh so it's yeah, its eyes haven't still... stopped glowing now now that the other one's been destroyed this one's eyes are just permanently glowing okay um well i still want to use greater restoration on uh it's big cat right this now is still petrified. Big cat's the only one petrified yeah um and I'm trying to figure out what the hell we do with Nova, uh, but I, I, I will uh, restore Big Cat from Petrification. Okay. And Ow! <laughs> you see the oh. kind of does a big, big stretch, cat big stretch as the stone breaks away from Big Cat. I know that he's Ooh, big cleverer stretch. than a standard cat, so I'll just say to him, don't look at the thing over there until I tell you to, okay? <laughs> Well, yeah, he seems to... Big Cat, yeah, because he is quite smart, uh, but he didn't obviously know about this, you know, petrification effect. Is now purposely looking away from it. It's not looking at it again. He's definitely learned, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, that's that's my turn. And yeah, I'll keep the arcane eye floating around. um, Okay. in case. All right. All right. Uh, Quill, you're probably the first one to notice this. Um, The area where the Guardians first came from, which you know is like the main gate... Um, into this inner wall and then the main tower itself um the gate bursts open and two of those uh they look like to everybody but quill they would look like centaurs um but to quill you saw them under the true sight so the illusion is broken they almost look like um they do have like these equine horse-like bodies then they have these demonic human forms and their their bodies are kind of covered in almost like a kind of rocky basalt um they have giant sort of like curved horns and very angry faces you've i think you fought a couple of these guys uh, before in azagrat um but they basically burst in it takes their whole turn they don't get to do anything but they basically arrive and they are now at the tower's entrance they're sort of like about to sort of charge into combat next round um oh the are so they've gone from the outer wall charging towards the main entrance uh, they have come in through the main gate um, into this kind of semicircular donut semi-circle around the tower, heading and towards they've now the moved. They've now moved in your direction. They've seen the guardians going around the corner, right into, around the, yeah. the curve. Yes, they're coming around the curve of the corner. Exactly, that's exactly it, Troy. Yeah, they're coming around the corner, but that takes all of their movement, and they're now sixty feet, sort of like looking in your direction, like there they are, kind of get them basically. Um, okay, Lucius, and then Nova. Mark, you're the best DM I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, well, you know the flattery doesn't work. If the rules work, nah, or if it works it's, every know, time. narratively cool, maybe. We'll see. How tall, how far did Nova go? To the 100 top? feet up. She's 100 feet in the air. That was the maximum distance of reverse gravity. It's 100 feet. Now, Wall of Ice, right? Really good spell. Works in yep. all the ways, especially the one I'm about to say. If I can, it's hard oh, to visualize. Oh, I see what you're going to try and do. No, I see. I think I know what you're going to do. You want to stack it like a column, right? No, actually. Oh, okay. I would like to have it come out the wall mm. like a platform. Yeah. Uh, so horizontally instead of a vertical wall. So it's a 10-foot mm-hmm. wide platform. And then it does a horizontal plane. Actually, no, it starts with a 
a 45 degree ramp going up from the wall and then the oh, next 10 then. yeah supported by the wall itself yeah yeah and then it's gonna flatten out and then go up another angle flatten out go up 10 times oh so you're basically creating a i'm ice making staircase. a ramp going around the tower up using a wall of ice so mm. you can do 10 10 foot squares yes yeah so yeah in theory i mean i i think what would it's slippery i think <laughs> if, if you make if you do like ver, if you do horizontal uh if you do sorry diagonal horizontal diagonal horizontal you won't have enough to reach nova because that would actually only go up uh you'd only get 50 because each horizontal yeah. would half it right but what you could do is you could make a helter skelter like a slide going up the tower and then the last section is basically just underneath Nova. You have it two diagonals directly underneath Nova. So it forms like a helter-skelter around. You would now, allow that as benevolent. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that you that would work. If, if you do like a staircase, that horizontal plane is going to cut your your uh, height by 50%. But if you do all diagonal, that would reach the top of the town. Yeah, I didn't know whether you were going to grid it so that... I know the diagonals are always longer, but in D&D yeah. they count as 10. But it's That's, fine. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's like a weird thing. But I think if you did the Helter Skelter, it would definitely work. Lucius will also, create... that's very X-Men Iceman. <laughs> like... Well, yeah. Like, yeah, I almost I'll imagine Lucius holding his hands out yeah. and it carving it, basically. Yes, I will cool. cast that. Okay. All right, so Nova, you're kind of oscillating and you watch as Lucius, you know, both hands, this kind of stream of blue magic erupts from his hands, pulling sort of from the blue trees and grass of the Feywild around him, this chromatic magic. And yeah, this ice slide basically forms around the outer, you know, edges of the tower, kind of being, you know, next to the tower. And then underneath you, there is like a kind of diagonal just just barely enough to catch you now there is still a chance you might slip off because this is going to be going very quickly um but it's going to certainly help a lot i look at the creation it, it worked it worked everybody we need to play with this far more often <laughs> <laughs> no i think that there's definitely some room like things like wall of ice yeah like you can definitely make it now of course that wall of ice can still be destroyed by rampaging devils and demons and things yes. like that. So I can't um, say and I will say this level six. If you do if the if the slide gets destroyed low down, that will affect the integrity of it, kind of uh okay. Minecraft seven days to die style, right? Like if they take out the supporting bottom bit, that will break for the top okay. bits as well. Alright. Um but we'll see. Yeah, very frozen. I love it. Um, cool. Anything else, Lucius? That was your action. Um, Movement-wise, do you want to like rush back to like the group? Because you were a little bit ahead. You're actually a bit closer to these demons. As yeah, well. now that I've created something like that, I'm going to move towards the party um, mm -hmm. with my 30 feet. Obviously, I'm not going to make yeah. it. but uh... you, get, you get the Quill and the NPCs. Yeah, you can get... So Sentry and Ayla are a little bit further ahead, but you can get to all the others. I made a slippy slide with ice, Quill. Well, okay. Are we meant to go up it? This is to get Nova down, right? I wasn't thinking. Okay, great. <laughs> I thought maybe we could go up, but maybe this is to help Nova get down as well, in case she falls. You, you wouldn't have... I mean, going up, uh, you know, an ice staircase would have been yeah. very difficult. You might need some <laughs> ice shoes with spikes. <laughs> I'll try uh, to find some. <laughs> well, I think the, the most important turn of them all has come around. 
And I believe that Chris <laughs> Trot has probably just ruined all of Kim's plans. Yeah. I would just like to point out that you called me out last week on this, Mark. I've spent all week thinking about what to do, came up with a brilliant idea, and now I've got this ice slide, and I'm like, should I use it or should I not? Well, it is <laughs> Thanks, Trot. your turn. Thanks. We'd have a week to think about it. Exactly. No, exactly. How safe does this um how safe does this icy slidey look? It's I mean it's it's you know, it's formed from elemental ice. It is rough. It's not like, you know, there's there's no ban there's no barriers, there's no like railings. Mm. It is just like five degree spiral as well. It's it's like you're gonna it's gonna be a dex it's gonna be a dex saving throw or an acrobatics check actually. It'd be an acrobatic skill check to try and I mean the thing is you were gonna plummet either way. Right? Unless well what was your idea? I'm the god of teleportation. Yeah, the arcane gate. I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, Kim, but you were thinking, because when you cast arcane gate, reverse gravity would drop. Would drop. Were you thinking yeah. of putting the arcane gate directly below you no. so that you would fall out of it? Okay, no. right, interesting. I was okay. thinking of Misty stepping into the throne room and then, and then casting arcane gate down. Obviously, it would take another turn because work. I can't cast two spells, but I feel bad because Trot's made this little slippy slide. You do but it want. also does look incredibly dangerous, and I'm, I'm kind of scared of it. This was a yeah. Chris Trot, like, five-minute thinking versus yeah, yeah. Kim weak thinking, so... <laughs> also, you like, like Nova, Nova would like, still, like, why would you plan. pick something? Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. It was the safety net in case your plan didn't pan out, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just but it's the Kim in me, the super, the the Mario sixty four ice level with the penguins in me wants to go slippy slide on the very dangerous ice platform. We need a way out. It's time to embody Nova, who's never played a Mario game. True. What are you doing, Nova? I will. I will look down and I will shout, "Look for the portal!" And I'm going to misty step into the throne room. Okay. Great. Um, Lucius cries. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry Charles. I'm sorry. It has no what's, edges. Um, what's Nova's passive perception? I just want to kind of get go. an idea of like how much how much would you look around before like it, like being like distracted by like you know you're worrying about this arcane by brain. Um, yeah. fourteen. <laughs> it's not great. Fourteen. Yeah, you get like a very brief glimpse, right? Um, you get a brief glimpse of the throne room. It appears to be a large hexagonal room. The first thing you notice is that the kind of segmented walls, which are in this hexagonal shape, um, you've kind of gone through one of these, like a small side window, um, and you appear mm -hmm. about 30 feet inside the room. Um, the hexagonal walls are like extremely polished. They're almost like mirrors. Um, to the point where the central areas of each one are, are basically a mirror now. They, they, so it's like six mirrors all facing inwards. You see a large throne. Um, the throne probably would have once been quite beautiful, but now it is, it's, you know, there are soft red fabrics, um, gold filigree, but it's kind of covered in like black ash and soot and blast marks. You can see the soft red fabric has been torn and shredded at points. Um, there is definitely dirt and grime that has uh, kind of grown and, and not been cleaned around it. Um, <clears throat> the All around the room uh, are large rose bushes with these thick briar thorns, similar to the wall that was conjured around the city. Uh, the roses on them are beautiful, full in bloom, but there are also these deadly razor-sharp looking vines. 
Um, and the roses seem to constantly wilt their petals, which now just litter the floor. Like, the floor is like, there are huge piles of, like, rose petals all over the floor, basically. Um, but that's it. That's what uh, Nova sees when you teleport in, and then you're immediately kind of, like, turning your vision back, like, I've got to conjure these portals, you know, because you've got to look down, so you've got to stay next to these yeah. windows as well. So yeah, that I think is... she'd be focused on it. But, one second, um, because that was my bonus action to cast Misty yes. Step. Yes. Um... I just wanted to check because as an action, um, I, I was either, I'm not sure. This is going to, I think this is going to depend on how you interpret this, but mm-hmm. I wanted to activate, no, I don't think it will. Um, Shroud of Shadow, which is you cast invisibility at will without expending a spell slot, but I think cast, because I did. Cast, yeah, still no, casting a spell. Not. Still casting can a spell, I, unfortunately. Can I ready an action? Because I can do that, right? Because I still have an action. I've only used a bonus action, right? Yes, as long as it's not casting a spell. Yeah. Um, so my action, uh, uh, sorry, my held action, I would like to hold a dodge, if that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Like, sure, if anything sense. comes to me, I want to dodge. Sure. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, Ayla. He made that noise, guys. He made that um noise. Oh, shit. It's me already. I got mm-hmm. really wrapped up in that. Um, <laughs> functioning. I will. Um, entry after this, by the way. So Ayla, Rosemary, entry. Uh, approach the elk. I think I'm close enough now to get up to the elk with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Easy. Yeah, Sentry's nearly finished it off, but you you can kind of step in. Um, are you looking at it? No. Okay. No, thank Disadvantage you. Disadvantage on the set rolls. Um, but I am hitting with my hammer, so I have a better chance of hitting now. I rolled two 18s, so plus 14. That will hit. <laughs> yes. Two 18s with disadvantage for me. Um, uh, 19 damage on the hammer and five yeah. lightning damage the only thing so you literally as you slam the hammer into it and the lightning bursts out from you you watch as the elk begins to crack and break apart the only thing it can do is it can use its reaction uh, when it takes a second melee attack uh, before its next turn it can make an attack against you and that's what it's going to do and then it's going to okay. die 27 to hit oh yep uh for 17 bludgeoning damage so you're raging so we half that to eight so Eight, eight bludgeoning damage, and then it just crumbles. So Sentry, oh, awesome. Ayla kind of like runs up behind you, push one smash, the elk kind of crumbles, and you're now both sort of stood away. You do notice, uh, the two of you, that now 90 feet um, back around towards the front entrance of the tower, uh, you did hear the sounds of like enemies entering that half of the, the semicircle. Okay. Um, okay. So you I still have your movement. Think... You've got you've got 30 feet of movement left, um, Ayla. I think I just want to move to where uh, Nova's shouted about a portal. So I'm going to move um, probably close to like where Quill is, which I think is not too far from me because um, he seems to be clustered with a group of people yep. and Nova can, might cast it somewhere to, there. So I'll do that. You can get exactly to Quill and Lucius. They're all, and the NPCs are all gathered in the center of this semicircle, basically, if you imagine you're at the bottom sort of half of it, in the bottom, bottom run. Cool. Uh, Rose Meadow. Um, has Lucius, Quill, Ayla, have you guys haven't taken really much damage, have you? Um, no? I've taken 50-something points of damage. Uh, none. Uh, Rosemana can only really heal multiple and creatures. She could do. Me and yeah, Sentry have taken a bit of a being. So what she'll do is uh, Rosemana will hold an action, and when Sentry gets within range of her healing light, she will use her healing light ability. Uh, Sentry. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sentry will move back to where Quill and Ayla and Lucius okay. have gone to. You can get um, some hit points where, where, then. Where's Nova? I heard a scream. 
Is she okay? <laughs> She's in the tower. Let me just portal. It there was a confident now, shout, not a scream. <laughs> not the first shout. bit was a scream. I, no, I liked it. The yeah. noise when she went up must have been like, yeah, that was, <laughs> a, scream. That was a scream. Um, yes, uh, okay. you also see this ice helter skelter sentry uh, as well. Oh. Um, Nova, sorry, sentry and Ayla, you both get back fifteen hit points as uh, nice. Rose Meadow uses her healing light ability. Um, um, yeah. Did I? Could I hold an action so if um, any of the guards come within 30 feet, can I cast mm-hmm. Turn the Faithless on them? You certainly can. You absolutely can. Cool. <laughs> I, <do that. laughs> I love it. Mark is like combat difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, listen, man, like, you know, it's one of those things. You like, certainly you can, can't, Sentry. I, yes. You, you can definitely do that. And then in my head, I'm like, I hope at least one of them passes the save so they don't just completely waste everyone's time. Um, but the thing right. is, is it's still scary for us. We're like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know it's scary for you. I know. Uh, so, Thalia, um, <laughs> You guys all see Thalia kind of like falls to one knee and she coughs and just like this black blood is like just splattered against the stone ground. And she looks up and she's like, it's getting pretty bad. Um, and she's can like I, really ragged breath Can I now. pick her up? Yeah, uh, you can, can I she, just... she, you don't need to like fully pick her up, but like, yeah, you can get an arm under her shoulder and yeah, she like leans on I'll you. Do that. Like, she'll definitely like, you know, lean on you for sure. Uh, that thing is now dead. Uh, Keelik and Kalaw! Uh, instead of holding an action or anything like that, I want to just delay my entire turn uh, for when this portal shows up. Wait, am I at the end of the initiative queue? Uh, you're pretty like, close to the end, and you can't delay your whole turn. You ha- The only thing you can do in 5e is, is hold an action. But you could hold an action to move into the portal. Uh, that divinity. is like an old D&D thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unit divinity. That's, is Quill aware that a gate has even been created? Uh, they were shouted down. Nova said that, like, look out for the portal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nova definitely shouted out. Just making sure. I have 26 perception, Lucius. I can see through walls. (laughs) (laughs) I can see everything. I can hear through time. Um, (laughs) If you want to, Tom, you could could hold an action to dash, and then that would be to move through the portal. Yeah, I'll do that. That would be your reaction. As soon as the portal arrives, you're going to move through it, is the idea. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Uh, Big Cat will basically ready himself and seize these enemies, um, and so sort of doesn't really understand the portal stuff, but will basically ready to make an attack if anything gets too close. Um, And then, yes, these two centaur-like demons uh, who are about 60 feet away, but they move very, very quickly. Uh, Both of them come blazing in. Sentry, turn the faithless. What do I do? Okay, wisdom saving throw. You've got to pass a 16. Oh, (laughs) no. DC 16? (laughs) Yep. Not amazing. Uh, that's a six for one. Uh, <laughs> that's a natural one for the other one. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, so uh, on a failure, the creature is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. So they just start one running away. Minute. So basically they spend <laughs> their 60 feet of movement. They get towards, they get within 30 feet of century she what does this look like is this like the matrix glowing do you raise the the the, the, <laughs> the them. <laughs> yeah do you just like look at them do you just glare at them a sentry raises her shield and then the the combined glow oh. of her matrix and the uh the symbol of solvin on her shield both like glow simultaneously casting out like a golden beam in their direction 
like uh, the Nazgul and Gandalf, like as soon as they get within the light, these two things just buck and turn and they go running. They're going to spend their action to dash because they have to basically move as far away from you as they possibly can. They just go right back the way they came um, and they like go, they go running. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, they You do still see the two Irenees that are flying through the air. They are about one turn away. They are they are one turn of movement away from being within range, and they don't look as we, they look a lot stronger than these two centaurs that were rushing in. Um, but yeah, the two Armonites, uh just no, yep, they're done. <laughs> Skip over them. Lucius, Virian, Elowin, Elanasto. Saying there's two on their way. Uh, there's two Irenees. They are 120 feet, uh, like basically up in the air. They are 120 feet away from you guys. So two, uh, one round of movement will get them to you. Okay. Lucius is going to move near the rest of the party, use the rest of his movement to like kind of stay mm-hmm. close, uh, <laughs> sensing that they're all preparing to jump into a thing. Um, he's going to hold an action to twin chromatic orbs at level five once these two are within range of 90 feet. Once the Irenees were within 90 feet, you will cast Chromatic Orb yeah. as a held action. Okay. Great stuff. At fifth level. Perfect. Nova Vija. Hello, I would like to look out the gate and cast Arcane the ga- gate. I you, make you, look gate. Down, you look down at your friends who are 100 feet below. You managed to just about get an angle. You swipe Tiangong in the air. A portal appears next to you and a portal appears down by them. Quill, the portal appears. You're going to dive right through, right? That was See the held action. <laughs> right. yeah. Anything else on your turn, Nova? Because that's your action for Arcane Gate. Anything else? I don't like the way you're asking me these questions. Um, yeah, I can't do nothing else. Um, can right. I angle it so the portal is, like, it's it's facing in? So, so... It's back is to the throne room <laughs> and imagine? it faces. Yeah. 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 Just slams. So it's it. facing straight out the window. So they go straight out the window <laughs> and down the window, no. hell to skelter. I know what Nova means, because you can use the back of the portal as like cover, basically, oh, can't you? Yeah. You're basically using yeah. that. Right. right. One at the top you of the hell that. to skelter, one at the bottom. We go forever. You go forever. Uh I need could everybody but Kim and Tom mute and deafen for a second and then I'll wave at you oh, to get your attention back. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, or just like, take your headphones off. Okay. Or uh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's getting cute up in here. So <laughs> I'm I'm nasty. not muted. No, oh, no, no. Okay. You can you guys can stay for the moment. Um so Quill, uh-huh. when you arrive in, because your passive perception is considerably higher you notice um, the same thing of the, the features of the room. You see the hexagon, you see the mirrors, you see all the, the briar thorns and the roses. And then you notice that somebody was lurking behind the throne the entire time. And when you appear through the portal, she steps out and you see, and you don't get to react because she's going to do something as she's stepping out. But I just want to physically describe it to you guys first. And then she's going to do okay. something. You see a woman, um, you see who you can only assume is, is Mesmera herself. Um, a young woman with a pale complexion and blue almond eyes. Her hair is pale blonde, near white, extremely long, trailing behind her like a dress. Uh, she wears a crown of black briar and red roses. Um, and the dress looks to be pristine. It's got like a dazzling red sash, but then as it gets to her feet, it becomes black and dirty and tattered and torn. Um, her eyes look quite gaunt, and around her shoulders is a black cape 
with stitching in gold and silver like a pair of hands gently holding the cape onto her and it it has six fingers you see that the hands have six fingers each and as she appears she says out loud rescind the rule of grounding only citizens of Heartspire may move or speak in the throne room the two of you are paralyzed and you cannot speak <laughs> no! Everything we is fine. We need to get Rhiannon's attention. We need to get Rhiannon's attention. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> it's all fine. You were like looking um, at your note. So yeah, the situation's Ayla. resolved. Um, uh, it's all the day saved. It's all. The- <laughs> Ayla, it's Hadar on our helter skelter. We. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, so you see Quill jump in. Um, what do you do? I mean, Ayla's not going to know anything terrible that an ominous that Mark would ask us to no, remove our exactly. headphones for has happened. So she'll go through right, with. It, and she's holding up Alia. It was just—it's just information. It's just information. Just, yeah, you've got. She's Thalia. holding up Alia, so she'll probably. Yeah, Alia's going like, to end up. We need to go. Yep. You go in the portal. Yep. All right. Your turn ends. Uh, Rose Meadow jumps through the portal. Sentry. Everybody ready to go through? I think Sentry will... Yeah, Sentry yes. will go through. Okay. You basically all jump through. And I, now I can reveal the same thing. As soon as you all arrive... Do you I... Are, ah, your... So your turn I comes hold before... You did hold an action, but your turn... Oh, no, they that would go... So, yes, you do get to do your chromatic orbs. If you want to do that now, Chris Trot, they I will mean, fly it's... within range. Is it just wasting time? No, 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 no. It's because it, these guys could still be involved somehow. So it's worth just keeping track on if they take damage. And also you did ready it. So I mean, you can choose not to do it. But for the first, I think it's... I'd want to deter them as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And 30. Yeah, both of those hit. Fuck me. Crikey. And then what type of damage is this? Acid. Okay. Uh, 33? That is 33, yeah. 33 points of damage to both of them so you they fly in and their whole movement is to reach you guys they basically get within bow striking range um uh but yeah they fly within 90 feet you blast them with the chromatic orbs in fact actually no, they don't have bows they have like um spears and lassos um so they come flying down you blast them with the chromatic orb that's the end of their turn and then lucius your turn is next and then it goes straight to nova jump through the pool Right. Yeah. When everybody comes through the portal, and this is the thing is, each of you would take your turn, and then your turn ends because as soon as you arrive in the throne room, you are paralyzed and you cannot speak. You just arrive and you just can't move. You are completely stuffed. Um, all of you. It's going and really well. You mm-hmm. watch as, uh, yeah, you basically all just fall into a pile, and this woman in white and i didn't describe her to the others so i'll describe her to you now she's young she has a pale complexion um she's wearing this white dress that gets tattered and dirty and and ruined near the bottom and she has long pale blonde hair so pale it's almost white but there is a hint of straw color to it and it's long her hair is as long as the dress it like trails all the way down to the floor she doesn't wear shoes she has like a dazzling red sash and a crown of briar thorn and, and roses um she has no weapons um but she does have this black cape which is sort of draped over her shoulders and there is gold and silver stitching as if a pair of hands is holding it onto her 
uh, for her. Um, and yeah, like those of you, probably not Ayla immediately, but Sentry and Lucius would definitely notice that there are six fingies on those hands um, and it's holding the mm-hmm. cape in place. Mm-hmm. And she sees you all and there is this kind of like barely contained rage and you can still look you can still think so if any of you have messenger rings you can still communicate with each other but you cannot move you cannot speak um and if there's anything you want to do just let me know but quill uh you're the first to notice but everybody else does uh these mirrored hexagons so the room is like a hexagon right there are these six sides and the surfaces of them are so brightly polished they're like mirrors three of the walls you see have reflections of Mesmera, but the reflections aren't copying her behavior. They're almost like independent images, like illusions of her. One of them is like crouched on the floor, like barely like peeking from behind her eyes and is shaking like she's terrified of something. One of them, she is just stood and looks just to be absolutely furious. She's like pacing up and down. She's like pointing towards uh, the group of you. And then the last one is almost like a royal queen. Like she looks proud and confident and arrogant. Um, and you you begin to hear these these reflections speaking to her. Um, the scared one is just like, we, we need to kill them. We can't let them. They're going to hurt us. She's brought them here to kill us. She's brought them here to kill us like she wanted to long ago. And then the angry one is just like, we need to eke this out, make her suffer. Maybe we should kill them in front of her. And then the proud one is just like, we are a ruler. We have the power here. Let us show them what we can do. And then the actual Mesmer is just like, so you've, you've decided to come, I see. Well, you and all your little assassins aren't going to kill me. No, you're never going to hurt me ever again. You're going to pay for what you've done, Thalia. Um, and you can see Thalia actually out of all of you Thalia can still move um, and Thalia run. is like Thalia like staggers and she goes to draw one of her her pistols out and she points it towards Mesmera like let them go and she's like really struggling to speak and then uh, Mesmera says rescind the rule of harm new rule time in the throne room flows faster every second is one hour and you watch Thalia drop to her knees and she like, it's like, oh, and she like coughs up blood and she is struggling. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. What okay. And um, she basically, uh, you will watch as like Thalia, like the, the briar thorn is like rapidly crawling up onto her neck and it begins to spread down. Um, and yeah, Mesmer is just like, it will all be over soon. Everything you did will be repaid in kind. Nova. Um, go on, Sentry. If there's yeah, let's. In fact, let's do everyone else first, and then I've got something I'm going to jump in. Sentry, go for it. In in this little pile of people that we are right now, are we all mm-hmm. are we all like touching? Um, I would say that like I don't know. Let's let's roll a dice to see like because as you spilt out, there would be some force as you step through, so your bodies would go literally go rigid, and then you'd fall to the side. I guess it uh, makes sense that me and Nova would be further away. Is... Yes, because you actually yeah. step through, and then this triggered. So the, Nova and yeah. Quilla still stood up, and they look like they're turning towards Mesmera, like they're frozen mm-hmm. towards her, basically. Um. I'd say it's like a 50-50% chance for each person. So we'll say, uh, yeah, 49 or lower, you're touching somebody. So Lucius, you're not. Lucius, like, slid away or, like, you know, mm-hmm. bounced off you and Ayla. Um, and then Ayla... 
Uh, Ayla is 100, wow. Um, so Ayla kind of like her force, like she's just like, she's maybe only a couple of like Everybody. centimeters away, but you're not touching. Um, Rose Meadow. Rose Meadow is not Kyrie. Neither is Kyrie. You all obviously scattered as these? you landed. <laughs> We're like skittles. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, literally, as you all spilt out, whether it was <laughs> yeah. the force of the portal or just bad luck, like you all, but it's like you are so close to touching, like your boot is like yeah. next to Rose Meadows, but you're not technically touching mm. it. Um, things like that. Just... So you're like all scattered. I was wondering if a cleansing touch would work. Does it have um, verbal, semantic, or anything like or, that? No, it's, it's just also... a creature that you can touch. <sighs> You can touch, but it's also being paralyzed means you can't take actions. Like right, right now, okay. you can't use abilities, basically. You can't, okay. you know, you can't move to do anything or channel your power. You can basically think um, anything that doesn't require like movement or speaking, you can you can do, really. Okay. But can we try and lose it? <laughs> uh, no, this seems to be just like the rule of ground, like the arch phase rules, just like the, rule. the no flying. It's just she has, seems to have this control. Um, and especially it seems here, like it seems that in this throne room, like she was able to, yeah, like she's accelerated time, like uh, that this going on. We'll say only like, a, you know, a second or two has passed, like you know, while we're figuring all these things out. Um, unless okay. anybody else thinks there's anything else, I've got something for Nova. <sighs> I am looking at all my spells, they're all verbal semantic, and even then, yeah. like I've got I, I know they're all in action. Yeah, they're all in I'm action. I'm just yeah. seething on the floor. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely. Right? Like you're powerless. There's like, nothing I can do. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. you can do. Nova like in, in her head, like huh? um just as she sees this with Dahlia well, first of all, she's kind of shout trying to shout at Dahlia to put her gun down, but also like when she sees what happens to Dahlia, she's just screaming inside her head, like every Whoa. fiber of her being. Something interrupts that screaming a voice, and you all hear it. Uh you all hear Tian Gong say something. Uh where is it? Ah, oh, here it goes. You hear activating quantum cognosis space. And Nova, time seems to stop. Mesmera stops moving. Everything seems to stop. And everything seems to grow darker. And you find that you can move, but it's not your body. You can feel almost like an astral projection of yourself. Like you feel like yourself separated. And standing in front of you, and this is the first time we've seen it, so I'd like you to describe it, is humanoid Tiangong. It's blue and gold and light and energy and filled with endless stars and nebulas swirling. There's a vague humanoid shape, male, female, androgynous, but it's there and the eyes burn gold. Nice. Nova Vija, I have accelerated our thinking and communication speed to allow instantaneous mental communication. Whilst this may give the appearance that time has slowed, I'm afraid that time is still functioning as normal, but it allows us to communicate at an accelerated rate. I have an idea. Please, anything, stop, stop this, please. I understand that you care greatly for the being known as Thalia Whisperwind. I do, but... You know, Tiangong, you know me. You know me better than anything. I can't hold anything Indeed. from you. You know, you know that I value you more than, than Thalia. Of course. I feel that our relationship has grown to an unusual circumstance. And whilst your feelings for Thalia Whisperwind are confusing and perhaps a little different, I do feel a great bond with you. And it is only through this great bond that I can present 
a possibility, a chance. I fear that if we do not do something, Thalia Whisperwind and perhaps ourselves will be eliminated in this space. As such, I have a proposal. Would you be interested in hearing it? I am, but you know that if it puts you at risk, I'm going to say no. My self-preservation is still intact, Nova Vija. I would not sacrifice myself unless it was absolutely necessary. Instead, I believe I have a way that could break this Archphase rule, at least this temporary one. Do it. Do you wish to hear what it is? I suppose I probably should, shouldn't I? Because otherwise it might have some probability that it all goes wrong or it's something like, let's make a wish with Hadar, but I know you wouldn't do that. But I'm just babbling now. Could you please just tell me what you want to do? We really must work on your ability to think things, think problems through before reacting on them. You are familiar that our relationship works as a symbiosis. You, I give you access to magical essence and you draw magical energy from me to cast spells, correct? Correct. Up until now, our, this process has only been one way. I provide access and you draw magic forcibly from my, mag my eternal being. I believe that I have a way to sort of reverse this process, to pour my knowledge and essence into your physical form. This would dramatically change the way that we currently function. You would no longer have access to many of the greater abilities involving teleportation magic that I present but it would give you my martial prowess, as well as new, unusual abilities. More importantly, I believe that it would allow me to reconfigure our magical essence so that we are considered Archfey. Would... Would you still be you? I am uncertain. I believe so, and I believe that you will still be you, but this will thin the barrier between us. It will be a greater level of symbiosis than we've experienced before. Activate the procedure. Very well. I should also note that I am hopeful that if we can master this process, it may be possible for us to save the other Tiangong as well. Very well. You don't need a verbal answer from me. You know what I'm thinking. Uh, I do. But I am grateful for this opportunity to converse. I should make it note, it should, I should note this now. This Mesmera is haunted by the past and the future. She is enraged and afraid of it. These rules she has created to protect herself from the things she does not wish to face again. We will not be able to win this through a strength of arms. You will need to find a way to force her to change her rules to save Thalia. Strategize. Take what time you need. I will keep this process active as long as possible. But when we are finished, you will be different, as will I. Thank you. Of course. I know that I may be different to the other Tiangong now, but I do not know them. But I do know you. And with that... This golden blue space humanoid seems to rush forward. And Nova, you can go and switch to your other character sheet that we prepared. Why? Oh, <laughs> cool! You have another character sheet ready to go. She did? For a while now. Oh my god. Kevin, Kevin yeah, and I had some chats about some stuff. You downloaded that Windows update at the perfect time. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Spurred by circumstance. Um, so Nova Vija. 
uh you if you want to have a think like take a moment or if you want to ask me some questions but like yeah like now that you feel um your form doesn't change your physical form probably doesn't change we'll save that for when you use certain abilities where you can do certain things but your knowledge your your mind is definitely you you have flashes of memories of things you don't remember but now you do like you were there and there is knowledge fighting you know the myriad of eterna combat forms that tiangong has mastered in their eons of time and you are now a capable fighter uh, uh with many unusual abilities and you still obviously have some warlock powers as well but more importantly your mind flashes and yeah tiangong was right you know you cannot win this through force of arms if she has the power to like affect time and to paralyze everybody just trying to fight her is probably not going to win. But there is definitely something here. The traumas, the rules that she created, the rule of grounding to stop people flying, she lost her wings. The rule of harm, Thalia literally ta physically tortured her and hurt her. She created a rule to protect herself. The property destruction, Thalia destroyed her belongings and like took away her home, things like that. These are all rules created to protect her from traumas that she doesn't want to face. You need to find a way to try and break through these these barriers and also make her change this rule to save Thalia. Otherwise, time's going to run out. This is a timed thing. Uh, if you don't save Thalia in time, she will die. And right now, you are the only one who can move. Uh, so we watch as like you blink and you suddenly realize you can move. Mesmera, though, is, is focused on Thalia and she's sort of beginning to sort of rant and rave you don't know what you did to me how dare you i'm gonna make sure that you suffer for everything you've done like she's she's like launching into a tirade what do you do so i presume my body cannot move but tiang no 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 you 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 still you can as well yeah if you want to do that thing you okay. can do that thing but you physically you are now tiangong has adjusted your dna your magical essence and you are basically now like unaffected by by the, the rule as it stands. You've broken this rule. So... Nova, I guess, opens her eyes and sees this mm -hmm. and starts to walk forward. And as she walks forward, almost this golden blue shadow trails out of her, like all this light and stars just pooling off of her and it forms into a second version of her. But like I said, just androgynous, not not clearly defined. It's still if transparent with the stars through it. And together they walk forward as this echo pours yeah. from her. Yeah, as Mesmera looks, like she turns and is like panicked. You see this this look of panic, like you, you've done something that you shouldn't be able to do. And she, she's like raising herself, like maybe to try and speak or do something, you don't know, but she's definitely reacting. And like time's passing, you know, you, you know you're trying to, like this is all happening in a few seconds. Um, and I guess both the shadow, the echo and Nova speak at the same time. And um, I don't know if Tiangong would still appear as a sword. I guess so. But I'll shoot if there's a weapon. I mean, Tiangong she... prefers the, the form of a sword. Yeah, Tiangong prefers mm. the form of a long sword, basically. That's... Uh... Yeah. But I'll op we'll open up our hands. Please stop. Please. We are not here to hurt you. We don't want to hurt you. Make a... 
persuasion check. Oh, am I gonna go? It is a nine. Okay. You see Mesmera's eyes go wide, um, and she looks, and in a panic, uh, she will say, uh, in a panic, uh, she will say, Rescind the rule of holding. New rule. Only I may speak in the throne room. Uh, the rest of you can now all move. None of you can speak. Uh, and we're okay. going to roll initiative, I think, here. And whilst this is in a combat, I just want to track an order of, like, who's going and who's doing what and who's moving. Also, uh, there is a map I can now place you guys on as well. Okay. So it's a new initiative then? Yes. This will be a brand new initiative for sure. Okay. And then there is a there is like a garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me just. I was thinking of ordenting it, but I don't know how in a paralyzed state. I mean, I, technically, it looks like I could have. I just don't know how I would be able to do that. Do you want to? You can. I'd say you can do that because it will. It can. It can slightly change things because, like, her action's still going to be the same. She basically still rescinds it. But I, if you want to use one of your portents, I will let you because, like, no, that, it's, it was I, a lot was I, happening at once. I have no idea how, like, with a flicker of the storm eye or something like that, it just yeah. doesn't really make sense to. No, it to... does. I think. It, I think what it would be is that, like, it's a flicker of the storm eye, and Nova would hear in her mind other words to say, and like she would speak those other words instead. Okay, I mean, yeah, if I, it feels a bit cheeky to do it way after the roll, no, no, no. but yeah, I definitely would it's have. It's not, and you'll see why. Her, you'll see why in a second. I would have given her an eighteen plus whatever her persuasion would have been. So, what's your persuasion, Nova? Persuasion is plus five. Okay, I'm just kind of trying to spread everybody out <laughs> to represent you guys not being near each other when you came out the portal. It's uh, so like maybe sort of like this. Uh. Oh yeah, we were pretty spread okay. out. Nowhere near touching distance. <laughs> so I think that the the words get through, like the fact that you're not showing any violence, but there is this panic in Mesmera. She she sees this happen, um, and she just covers her ears. She's just like, I don't want to hear it. And then she speaks out this new rule, like nobody nobody may speak in the throne room except me. Um, uh, and yeah, and then uh, we will jump into this. I think I can just do this manually because this isn't a combat. So let me just get a notepad up. Cool. Cool. Um, and what that will, and I'll tell you what that looks like once we've rolled initiative, like what that success, why that thing was differently. So, Mesmera. So, um, Nova, what's your initiative? Nine. Nine. <laughs> Lucius. I had a whopping 14. 14. Ayla. 24. Four. <laughs> Sentry. I have 16. advantage. 16. Uh, Quill. Big boy initiative back at it again with a 7. Seven. <laughs> uh, I'm so slow these days. Farley will just be 1. Old. Automatically at 1. Rose Meadow. Wait, is the time rule still a thing? Yes. Yes, she has not rescinded the time rule. Which is why this is art. Oh, you'll see why. You'll give me a second. Give me a second here, boy. I really. Boy. Give me a second here, boy. Boy. Kyrie's not very good at six. And Big Cat, finally. Jesus Christ, so many NPCs. My fault. Big 
cat with a nice 18. Okay. Um, and then Mesmera herself, she will go at 13. Oh, okay. Pretty much in the middle. Okay. Love to so, see it. Bit of out of game stuff, and it, it's. Don't think too hard. Like, it's okay for me to explain a game mechanic, and you guys knowing that as your characters. Like, it's fine. Don't think too much about it. What this is, is it's sort of going to be a bit of a, like, I'm going to count your successes and your failures at either trying to convince Thal uh, convince Mesmera or to basically try and get her to confront this thing that she's facing, but basically force her to give up the time rule that will save Thalia. If you don't do that in, I think I worked it out to be four rounds, Thalia dies, right? You have four rounds of each taking turns to try and get enough successes to convince Mesmera to give this up. Now, and, as, and Tiengong kind of says to all of you in your minds the same thing it said to Nova. Like, you cannot win this purely by, like, trying to kill her, right? You doesn't mean you can't, like, hit her. Maybe hitting her will do something. But you, what you need to do here is, is get her to change the rules and get her to confront these problems properly and not just basically take it out on Thalia, right? Um, and that's it. And we are going to start with the best person to possibly start with. It's Ayla. Uh, <laughs> We're all going to die. No. Um, I think and, and as a Ayla's reminder not as well, really... like, uh, the only thing I was going to remind you on is that the current rules in effect are the time rule, which is every second uh, uh, six hours pass, um, or an hour passes, sorry. So every turn is six hours Uh Basically, that doesn't really affect anything you guys do. It is slowly killing Thalia, is the idea. The next one is nobody but Mesmera can speak, so none of you can verbally communicate. And then the last one is still the rule of property. You cannot destroy anybody else's property. Those are the three things in place. Um, uh, another bit of flavor as well is those reflections. As soon uh. as Nova starts moving, the reflections are like screaming at like Mesmera, like kill her, or like no, she's gonna kill us, run away. Like the the reflections are like echoing some of her thoughts and things like that. Uh, so Ayla, um, and just ask. Ayla's not gonna know well. too much what to do, and so she's going to get up. Where are the where are the mirrors in the room that have the reflections in them? Am I near uh, yes, by I will, one? I will oh, I see them. Hang on. I see those. Let me, uh, let me copy and paste Ms. Mary here, and I will put them as, like, enlarged tokens so you can see them. Those are the mirrors. One... Okay. Yes. I will, I'll color them a little bit differently. So we currently have one. Um, if we have a sort of northeast, northwest, um, and then uh, southwest are the three. Oh, down there. Okay. Yes. Um, blue. Can I move towards this one? And I just want to stand like so that I'm in front of it in regards to. I want to essentially block her sight to this mirror, stand in front okay. of the mirror of where that sure. figure is. And then and you're, put and the my idea hammer. Is that you're trying to like trying to stop it I, from being yeah. able to see her kind of thing okay trying to trying to stop her from looking at that put my hammer on the ground mm -hmm. and just hold up my hands and point at nova and just hold my hands up at her okay all right uh okay i'm not gonna it's not a direct success here but i will say that like anything that nova does nova can have advantage on because you're basically trying to divert attention you're like not being threatening so anything that nova's whatever nova does next has advantage on the check all right 
Um, I'm also going to give these guys nameplates so you know which emotions are being shown as well. Um, so the northeast um, is fear. Uh, the northwest is going to be pride. And then the southwest is going to be anger. Okay. Oh boy. All right. So Ayla, you just kind of non-threatening you stand in front of the mirror trying to block it as best as you can it is quite a large mirror this reflection is quite large but you put your hands up you put your hammer on the ground and you just direct your attention towards nova um all right um big cat will just run to uh thalia's side and just sort of like like lays down and he's kind of like whimpering uh sort of like you know nursing like thalia basically uh unfortunately big cat's not gonna be a huge help outside of combat sentry um Sentry will like pull out a notebook she bought a while ago, um, mm-hmm. and she'll write in it. And then, can she like scoot it along the floor towards Mesmera so she can read it? Just like uh, throw the notebook. Yeah, you can. You can certainly try. Um, I'm just trying to think what this would be. So I think that this would probably be. I think that like she would see it, but I'm trying to decide on how much she would actually want to read it. Because right now she just thinks that like this is she doesn't know what's going on. So make a persuasion check, but probably at disadvantage because you're having to write it down. You're like you know it's trying to get her attention to it, right? Five. So yeah, the the notes there, but like Mesmera just isn't looking at it. Like she's just like not paying attention to it. Um, she draws the cloak, you know, around her, and she's now sort of like panicking, and she's looking like she's going to try and back away. Um, anything else on your turn, Sentry? Um, probably an action to scribble like a quick note. Okay. Um. Mm, I guess I'll follow Ayla's lead and start moving up towards one of the other mirrors. Um, the one in the southeast. I'll move up to. Towards anger. Lucius. Um, Seeing Sentry move towards that mirror, he's going to move towards that mirror as well. So uh, he only gets to there. He's going to look at Nova in her current form with the shadow, and just you can see the wide eyed, like, mouth agape. just taking that all in and then he looks at the tattered rug underneath and he points at that and then he points at the mirror behind it and then does a throwing gesture (laughs) okay and he's gonna go towards Mm. it but obviously he can't reach that right now okay alright so Lucius done yeah that's all I can do uh, Mesmera begins to back away towards the throne. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. She just like backpedals, like just watching Thalia kind of like gasping and like struggling on the ground. And she looks towards like Ayla, who's like near the hammer, and she looks towards you guys at the rug. Um, and she doesn't really, she sees you all spreading out and she's like dancing around between all of you. Um, and she will. She will say. Uh, she won't do anything just yet actually I think I think she's just literally going to back away uh, for the time being um, Nova Vija uh, sorry Rose Meadow would go uh, next uh, I'm finished sorting out my initiative order here 
Um, Rose Meadow is going to, with her horseshoes of speed that Sentry gave her, um, she is going to... She is going to... Oh, it's a verbal somatic. It is a verbal. Damn, she can't do that. That can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do any of those. Um, she will... She will just move towards Thalia and sort of rest a hair, like hand on Thalia and um, like try and basically just try and like, you know, be there for Thalia, like unsure what to do, unable to speak, not really sure what to do um, on this one. Uh, so mm. now we go to Nova. So I don't know. This is, I think, probably down to DM's discretion. But this whole thing ability... is going to be very loosey-goosey. There's an ability called Echo Avatar where I transfer my consciousness to my Echo, but mm. I don't know if that would allow me to speak. Like, would would that t- to speak no. through... Um, the rule is only she can speak in the throne room. The Echo is still... Okay. Even though it's a magical thing, you would still be speaking. Okay. You guys, so you'll need to think long... of something non-verbal you can do to... I don't know, make an appeal, but maybe maybe it's also a case of like trying to get her to confront the things that have happened to her. Maybe it's not just a case of like speaking pretty words. Maybe this is a case of like messing with these mirrors. Maybe it's like trying to help her in some other physical way. Um, maybe it's showing her things that she doesn't want to see. Maybe it's doing things that she doesn't want to have done to her. You know, she needs to, maybe it's an element of confronting these traumas as well. I don't want to go for mean options straight away. As I think especially because Nova felt and saw what happened to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she wants to go for like hurting her. Not like, you know, physically, yeah. but emotionally. Because I know there's something I would do if I wanted to be a real bitch about it. Um, Nova and Tiangong, the Echo, will walk very slowly. Still keeping a distance, but just like maybe five, ten feet towards her. Arms out. And then we'll both, as one, kneel down in front of her. Mm-hmm. And uh, using creation, I want to create roses. Beautiful, just beautiful roses in front of her. Okay. Yeah. So this is All an right. ability that Tiangong has. Yeah, it's an um, innate spell from the item, so it's not, um, you don't need to speak to do it. Yeah, so you watch as, like, all of these beautiful roses, like, you sweep the blade of Tiangong, or maybe just your hands and the echo, place your hands down, and all these beautiful roses begin to bloom um, surrounding you and Thalia and sort of lifting everything up. Is there is there anything, is there, like, a particular motive, or are you just creating, like, beautiful flowers? I think... I mean, I'm not going to say what I'm trying to communicate because I think that's down to, that's like, fine. yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very peaceful gestures, very slow peaceful gestures. Gesture. And if Mesmera looks at Nova's face, Nova is crying. Like, she is okay. just tears sure. pouring from her face. All right. That seems to definitely have an effect. Like, the visual image of the rose, this is not what she was expecting. And she like looks around um and she sees that you've cast a spell she doesn't know how you've done it but you've clearly used a spell to make these these roses grow and uh she will rescind the rule of speaking 
new rule. Only I can cast spells in the throne room. All of you can now speak. None of you can cast spells. <laughs> oh, that's just as bad, actually, for me. Well, I mean, maybe there's things, maybe there are other things you can do. Um, Hello. All right. Nova, anything else on your turn? Can I can I speak? Like, can I? Uh, you, you, it was your action to cast passable, so not, not this round, yeah. but if there was like any other bonus actions or anything. But you forced um, her to change a rule, so. No, I think that's it. Okay. Just, Quill. Nova's just holding her hands up. That is, I will say that was one success. So currently, I will tell you that you have two successes in this challenge. Uh, but Quill. Now, this this cloak around her, this demonic mm -hmm. fiendish cloak. Well, it looks like a very pretty cloak. So it looks elegant. It looks very fashionable and glamorous. But you can see very clearly stetched these gold silver threads of ha like almost like the image of hands. And to most eyes, it would look like it's holding the cape on her on her shoulders. You first of all see that it has six fingers. There's another interpretation and that that's these hands are well, that's the thing, because during the duration of this non-speaking thing, I was planning for this turn and also not be able to cast any spells. And I was wondering about Arcane Abjuration. Now, obviously, it is not a fiend, right? But it is a ex extremely... You could try. ...fiend-like cape. And I'm also wondering how much of this is actually controlling her, this, this cape itself, or is it, you know, all the mirrors and everything around? I, mean... I, I kind of want to try and separate the cape from her in some way uh okay and i don't do want to get closer inspiration. 30 feet i can do it with um yeah any any fail fiend that can or hear me within 30 feet so this is this is i hope this isn't too much of a leading question but um are you flying quill or are you moving because the you can fly you remember how to fly again the rule of grounding's been lifted so you know you're thing. like oh yeah i can remember <laughs> i the rule of grounding, if you was to bring that back, I don't think would be a bad thing, really. And I kind of wanted to attempt to make the flying Birdman thing so much of a threat that she's like, right, I need to bring that rule back. <laughs> um, that would force her to change that rule, yeah. And I, I do kind of want to do this while flying in an attempt to do two things. Either she brings back the rule or I separate her from the cape. And either is a victory in my, in, in sure. my eyes. Um, All right, give me, do two things for me then. Um, Make an intimidation check with advantage for like trying to fly at her in this kind of like scary Birdman way, and then the other one is the abjuring. What do I have to do on that? Is that a saving throw or something? Uh, arcane abjuration is a wisdom saving throw, and in terms of I'm not flying at her. It's more I'm flying into the air to then make a this. big dramatic thing. Yeah. For it. Um, okay. And it's a wisdom saving throw normally a for um saving of nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Just. Quite a lot, sure. It is. So a couple of things happen. So give me give me an intimidation check with advantage. I just okay. want to see what the result Last you get. One. That's an eight and a seventeen. Seventeen. So two a couple of things happen. So when you take to the air, like Mesmera immediately like looks away and you hear the reflection of the, the, the terror reflection, just like, no, we don't want to remember, we don't want to remember. And then the anger one is like, how dare this thing fly? You're mocking me, you're mocking what she did to me. Um, and you hear this all of this thing and she immediately is just like, rescind the rule of property, new rule, no creatures can fly in Heartspire and you land on the ground. The rule of property, okay. Yep. Um, and then the 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 cape, 
Quill, you reach out, uh, and it isn't a spell, so it does kind of work. You try and channel Hesper's magic. That thing is powerful, and it resists the attempt to be abjured, and instead you see it almost tighten its grip on Mesmera. Like, you see something powerful there. However, I will give you a success, um, because seeing you with wings has clearly triggered something and is causing, you know, something in Mesmera to, to kind of unravel. Um... Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, Kyrie goes next, and Kyrie, the you can speak again, just no casting spells. Kyrie rushes to Thalia, and she will say to Mesmera, uh, "She will say, I, I, I know that she, she did horrible things to you, and I can't begin to imagine what that was." All I can tell you is is the things that she's done for me and the way that she saved me. And Kyrie basically kind of in the short time that she has tells how Thalia, you know, saved Kyrie basically. Took her under her wing and, and looked after her and everything else. Um and that's and, and Kyrie's just literally holding on to Thalia, just pouring out this story of like, please, please don't take her away from me. And that's one success. Thalia, however, starts getting worse. You see that, like, this rapid, you know, six hours have passed, and, like, now the Briarthorn is, like, crawled up her neck. Um, she's, like, clutching her chest like she's struggling to breathe, like her chest is in pain. Uh, and we go back to Ayla. I'm gonna smash the mirror, Mark. So which one did you move next to? You move next to Fear, is that correct? The Northwest Mirror. Northeast mirror, sorry, northeast. Yeah. Okay. So you just pick up the hammer and what? Swing yeah. it around and just. Uh, you have to face this. We can help you, but you cannot be scared. We're here to help. Nova's made Quill able to fly again. We can help you. Just give us a chance. Slow this down. Uh, you don't need to make an attack. You just need to move up to it and use your action to smash the mirror, Ayla, basically. So you rush up and, yeah, bringing the Howling Tempest into it. Cracks. The whole mirror shatters to pieces. And that is a success. Amazing. Oh. But as soon as you do it, uh, she turns around and... Um, and uh, in again, like in a complete panic, uh, Mesmera just is like, and you can see that like gone is this powerful archfey, and now you're just dealing with a very, very traumatized, very hurt woman. And when she sees the mirror, she's like, "No, please don't break, rescind the rule of spellcasting, the rule of property, reinforce. No one may break anything that belongs to someone else." And that rule comes back into play, but you may now cast spells. Um, so rule of grounding. Rule of property, rule of time are all in effect. Uh, and we go to, and I, I appreciate, I'd like to try and get through this before we take a break. I know it means that we might, you know, go a bit later, but I would like to kind of see this through. Sentry, um, basically. Sentry um, will go up to the mirror of anger and she'll take off her green cape and throw it over the mirror. And then she'll okay. turn to Mesmera and say, don't let your anger blind you. We've come here to make things right. Please listen. Okay. When you say that, um, make a persuasion check with advantage because you're covering up the anger mirror, actually. And that's like the cause of her not wanting to forgive. 
19 and 21. DC was 20, just a success. Uh, So she, Mesmera looks at you and she just says like, make things right. Make things right. Do you even understand? Do you even know? And she looks at Nova. She knows what she did. She saw everything. You can't tell me that you've come to make things right. How can she make things right? Um, and 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 she she's like, you don't even know what she did. Um, and she like pulls the cloak around her tighter when you say that. But something you say clearly got to her because like the kind of that anger is gone and now it's just hurt. There's just pain there. Um, and the the behind the mirror, you don't hear that reflection speaking anymore. You don't hear it calling out to her. You don't hear her reflecting on it. Um, Lucius. Um. Oh God, I'm really far away from the final mirror. So Lucius is just going to say, "Let her speak. At least you'll live in regret not knowing what you have done." No, no, no. She just speaks lies and and deceit. And maybe she's convinced all of you and this poor harpy that she's somebody good. But I know I have seen her for centuries ruining people's lives. No, nobody else speaks. Uh, and she will uh, rescind the rule of grounding and go on, Lucius. Can I try and cast Dominate Monster before then? <laughs> You can, uh, you cast the spell, whatever power is in this place, being maybe it's because she's an archface, she is immune to being charmed, and she looks and she says, I knew it. You're just as manipulative as her trying to get into my mind. Um, that's going to cost you a success, I'm afraid. Shit. Okay. Elohim and Asto. Trying to control her mind in this state, yeah, that really angered her. Like, you can see that she turns, um, and she will, she'll reinforce no more speaking for anybody that isn't her. No more speaks. Uh, I mean, but you can fly. That would have been incredible. (laughs) That would have been amazing. Um, I mean, yeah, it could, like, you could, uh, yeah, but unfortunately, Archfey, immune to being charmed, and uh, very much the antithesis of her thing. Um, Rose Meadow, um, <laughs> Rose Meadow will try and communicate to Lucius, Nova, and Quill. Um, <laughs> she's like, she like, she points at her hands, she points at her mouth, and then she tries to touch her back, and then she makes like waving sounds. Make insight checks to see if you can figure out what Rose <laughs> Meadow is trying to say. Uh, who was that? Who was that too? Sorry, Lucius. Uh, you, Nova, and Lucius. Four. Okay, I mean, yeah, I've got Lucius plus eleven. Like, what? Twenty-three. <laughs> All right, Quill, um, you get the sense, and yeah, anybody that got over a 15. Um, Rosemary is trying to say that if she can cast a spell, uh, she, she thinks she can do something. Like, she wants to try something, but she needs to be able to cast a spell on on uh, Mesmera. Um, and you get the sense that it's maybe like she it's some sort of like healing or nature magic that she wants to try and do. Wait, are the, is this... Yeah. Is the spells currently down? I thought it was just a speech. She can't speak. Yeah, and this yeah. spell has oh, a verbal component. Oh, because of the spell. Gotcha, 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 yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So every uh, single will... one of my spells has a verbal component. <laughs> yeah, she'll and same with Rose Meadows as well. Like she, she like points, but she will gently move her way very slowly, um, hands up, uh, but she will move towards Ms. Mm. Um Okay, uh, we go to Nova Vija. No property destruction, no speaking. I had a brilliant idea until the spell thing came into a front. 
Well, if, it's, it doesn't, if it doesn't have verbal components, you can cast it. It was the speaking. I wanted to uh, say something. <laughs> I wanted, yeah. I've got so many things to say, but I can't say yeah. any of them. But that's, that's, you almost um, like, she doesn't want to hear them. So she's just not letting you. She's like, mm. no, don't want to hear it. You're all liars. You're all, you're all a trick. I'm, I don't want to listen. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk towards her, like right next to her. So I'm going to go all the way up to her. When just you do that. And, so you're the first person to get within five feet of her. She backs off and she immediately revokes the rule of speaking and says, no one can come within 20 feet of me and you are thrown back 15 feet. But you can speak. Thrown back 15 feet. So you're about 50, you're about 20 feet. You have to be, you have to stay 20 feet away from her. Um, but you can speak now. Which means I can cast a spell. It does. But if, if it's spell where you have to be next to her or touch her. I know. You know I know what she did to you. I feel it. I feel it. I'm begging you. Have you seen your kingdom? Have you seen what you are doing? To your fellow people. I'm, I'm looking after these people. I, I'm I'm protecting them from from they things like her that are out there. They cower behind doors. They cower inside. Have you been outside? She looks around like this, no, no, no. This demon, true. you wear his sign. He's in your demon. heart. There's no demon. He no, is you're... kidnapping your citizens and doing things to them, cruel things. Please. If I can give you back one thing, let me, and I will start to cast Levitate, which I can do on her. Okay. You're going to cast Levitate, not Fly. Yes, because uh, Fly, I have to touch her. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Levitate's an interesting one. Um... Yeah, I think that, uh, so, okay. Maybe, yeah, that'll be a count. That's two successes. Good role play, and then giving her, so as she begins to lift in the air, she immediately is like, no, 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 you can't give this back to me. She took it, you can't. This is, it, this isn't real. You're lying that I'm helping those people. My, my knight is helping me, he's not a demon. Um, and then she will basically, uh, no more spell casting. Um, and uh, what was the other one that you did? Uh, no more speaking, no more no more flying, uh, which she will put into effect. So speaking, flying, so does and that time. Does that take away the aura around her? Yes, that dispels the aura around her, yes. So you so can no get close speaking, to No speaking now. No speaking, no uh, flying. Um, as she just dispelled, like you clearly, like again, you're you're striking these like weaknesses, these things that she's going to confront. And even like speaking about the citizens, you all get the sense that like there's part of her that believes you but she also doesn't right like she like looks behind her and she like pull like she touches the cloak and she's like no no my my prince my knight wouldn't hurt me that way he was the one who helped me he's the one who helped me punish her um and she's like muttering all of these things to you um quill no speaking no spells no uh, uh no flying sorry um Ugh, that's frustrating, and I also have to get. Is she? 
Is she still levitating though? No, she would have. Uh, she would have come back to the ground. Because um, uh, levitate I... is still like technically it's not flying, but it's close enough to flying because it's a low level spell. I'm going to count it as flying, unlike reverse gravity, which is you just change gravity. I cast <laughs> uh, true sight about halfway into sneaking into the city. Properly. Do I still have it? Uh, I think I think it would have gone by now. Unfortunately, dude, yeah. like, you were definitely sp okay. you spent a longer than an hour getting through the city. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I, I think <laughs> with my extremely limited options in spellcasting and whatever else, and speaking, uh, I think I'm going to have to attempt this uh, this cape again, <laughs> even even though it's exceptionally strong. I will tell you that if you try that abjure effect again, it's not going to work. Like, you can't use the same effect twice. You could try and physically take it off of her. Like, she rescinded the rule that prevents you getting closer. Like, you could literally try and, like, rip it from her. Um... I don't think I've the strength for that. <laughs> I yeah, I I uh you, the other thing as well is like maybe you could set it up to help Ayla. Like you could try and be like, I'm gonna ready an action that when Ayla tries to like grab this thing, I'm gonna like leap in to try and help her or something. Yeah, I think if if uh if I look at Ayla and that looks like some form of plan through insight, <laughs> then uh yeah, I, I mean, will you could probably see me, like, gearing up to fucking charge. Like, <laughs> as soon as she changed on... that rule, I was like... <laughs> uh, yeah, in, in that case, yeah, I'll attempt to help with the removal. I think that is my main priority at the moment. Exercise her of that demon on her back. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, we go to... Ky Kyrie is just going to keep talking to her she can't get you any more successes she's like a free success um Kyrie's just like please uh no because there's no speaking allowed um so uh yeah Kyrie will basically just like start helping Thalia up like she's gonna start trying to drag Thalia closer and closer to her she basically carries her about 15 feet um Thalia's like like trying to get closer to Mesmera um the time one has stopped right uh, no, no, no. That's, That's the one good. one she has never changed. That's the one one that she's keeping in place. And she probably says something along the lines of like, it doesn't matter what all you say. She's going to run out of time soon. Soon she'll she'll pay for everything that she's done. Um, Ayla, this is I'm gonna round rage. three, by the way. Okay. I'm going to rage. And I'm going Lightning. to fucking run at her and try and rip the cape from her shoulders. Give me an athletics check with advantage because Quill sweeps in. He like rushes forward and like tackles her, trying to like grab this cape off of her. Uh, nineteen plus twelve. You oh rip in. God. You grab the cape and you feel the hands tighten. Um, and it's not. So what was the total? Twenty something. Uh, nineteen plus four twelve. 12. Nineteen plus twelve. So thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. You're not you're not opposing her strength on this. You feel no, I know. something else holding on, but you are stronger. And with Equil's help, you grab the cape, and she's put like you can. She's like she starts speaking, and then you pull the cape free. Um, she's going to use the momentum. She actually kind of scrambles away from you, and uh, she will. 
Uh, rescind the rule of speaking. Gravity in the throne room is five times heavier for everyone but me. And you all feel this crushing weight just like slam onto your shoulders. And you're like, it's you can barely move. Like you guys have all of your movement speed is reduced to 10 feet as you just like, like sink down into the ground. Um, I think, can I, do I also get to say anything? Uh, yes, I just wanted, yeah, when I took the cape off, just be now. like, he he was literally strangling you. He's strangling you and your people. Oh, he was comforting me. He's always been there for me. You don't understand. Wake you not, you up, here. Mesmera. All right. Uh, sentry. Your speed is currently 10 feet. You can only, if you had, if you were going to make attacks, you can only make one. You're basically under a slow spell uh, while the gravity is pressing down on you. Okay. I'm just going to call out to Mesmerite. Listen to them, please. Listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Uh, that's just going to be a persuasion check without anything more, without anything more specific or intense. It's getting 22. harder. These persuasion checks are getting harder and harder. 22. 22 is not going to be enough. You guys have like used a lot of persuasion and you're like not saying anything that's really kind of addressing the problem. It's like you're speaking to her, but like these, these, you know, calls, these pleas are currently falling on deaf ears. And you see that that one re remaining reflection is still speaking to her this whole time. Just like these people are beneath you, Mesmera. They're serving her because they're, they've been manipulated. You're the only one. You understand the truth. It's like, you know, complimenting and flattering her and, and convincing her that she's right. Um, Anything else, Sentry? Misty, I'll Misty step 30 feet into the room. Okay. Try and get a little closer to that mirror. Okay. Uh, it's going to be the one at a diagonal, so if you want to, you'd go more sort of like there next to Rose Meadow, because it's the one in the northwest. Northwest, okay. It's the remaining one, yeah. Okay. Oh. All right, that's Sentry's go. Lucius. Uh, Spellcasting disabled right now. Uh, no, you can speak, you can cast spells, but your movement speed is 10 feet um, and you can't fly. Are the current rules in effect? So close. It's so far. Um, do I have... I will say no. um, you're currently at eight successes. I'm not going to tell you how many you need, but you've got eight total oh. currently. Lucius is going to do his old faithful and he's going to twin chromatic orb and hit both the mirrors that are still okay. remaining. Well, the one mirror has uh, Sentry's green the cloak over one. it. Has been, oh, yeah. yeah the, uh, the anger one has been covered by Sentry's cape. You can still hit it so it would destroy it. Um, so but if I, that cape was become loose, you could still destroy it. But it's been quietened, right? So I don't it has been quietened. I need to shoot a chromatic orb at Sentry's yeah, cape. I don't want you to waste. I don't want you to waste sorcery points. In which case, can I twin it at the evil cape that's on the floor? Like I'm reaching out with my hand, with the gravity affecting it, sure. um, and one uh, hits like the shaking. mirror, and one hits. Yeah, make a um, make two attack rolls for me, because like there is a chance that the spell on the cape might miss. Um, and then something happens with the mirror. So 23. Okay. The first one. And uh -huh. then... We'll say that's the mirror. I'm going to use a seeking spell. Okay. Uh, seeking font of magic. Okay. Sorcery points to re-roll the second one. Ah, that's a natural one! <laughs> oh, okay. no. 
the cape seems to almost come alive and it pulls itself out of the way of the blast. The chromatic orb that heads for the mirror, it's about to impact into the mirror and the reflection's hand comes out of the mirror and stops it and just grips it and you watch as it explodes into acid over the mirror and then you watch as the reflection looks at its hand, shakes its head, puts its hands on the outside of the mirror and begins pulling itself through. Oh, oh God. Mesmero like looks and looks utterly confused. She doesn't change any rules um, because she's so stunned by like, she's looking at this mirror. She's looking at what all of you are doing. Um, Rose Meadow, even though her movement speed is only 10 feet, uh, the horseshoes actually double it. So she can go 20. Rose Meadow, like under this crushing weight of gravity, like takes what few steps that she can manages to basically like just reach Mesmera who's turned around and she can now see but I forgot to mention this by the way when the cape was pulled free there are these stumps of wings there are like these wings that have been burnt and torn and shredded like you know almost like an angel's wings that have been completely ripped off and Rose Meadow puts her hand on the back and she begins casting regenerate and you watch as like the bones and the feathers slowly start mending but Rose Meadow will call out like I have to concentrate this takes a long time please let me help you you see but that does seem to stun mesmera significantly she like gasps like audibly like (gasps) and like she looks around what are you doing and then you can see the wings slowly beginning to reform that counted as two successes by the way uh nova Would the gravity affect the movement of Tiangong, of the Echo? Uh, yeah, it still technically counts as a creature, unfortunately. Cool. <clears throat> we haven't put your Echo down. I should probably... You, yeah. Uh, if my Echo could walk towards um, Thalia... If Tiangong yep. goes towards, I think for purposes of going forward, and, if I say yeah. Tiangong, I mean Echo. Tiangong, um, Echo, yeah, you so, mean the Echo of yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah it can get to it can get to Thalia, yeah. Uh, Thalia is like reaching out, uh, and you just you vague you barely hear this word like want to speak pain. She she wants to speak, but she can't because this this curse is like this. As long as this time curse is in effect, this time rule, yeah. she can't speak. She's so overwhelmed by pain. She wants to desperately, like she can see on her face, Thali is desperate to speak. Can I use Tiangong's ability to dimension tour and teleport myself to next to um, Mesmera? Yes. And I'm. You appear. As I reappear. A flash. Yes. I'm going to take my armor plate off. Uh huh. And I'm going to say, She took from you. I know she did. So direct your anger at me. Attack me. Take your anger out on me, and I will not stop you. But please stop. Let her speak. She will look at you, and, and you can see it. at this point, Mesmer is just like tears in her eyes. She's like, I don't want to hurt you. I just want her to get what she deserves. 
You saw what she did. You're not to blame. She's manipulated you. She's tricked you just like she did me. I, I, she was my closest friend and she turned on me and she took everything from me. And she's just like weeping, probably like leans into you like at this point, right? The Mesmera like literally collapses into you and it's like sobbing into you as well. I'll hold her. I'll just, I was going to say, I'll hold her and just hold her. Sure. That will count as a success. Um, It's 11 successes. Quill. Um, I, so I can move a little bit. 10 feet of movement. Can't fly. 10 feet of movement. You are like being crushed by gravity. And it's like, if this carries on, it will start hurting. Like if this continues on for much longer, but you're not sure Thalia's got much time. Uh, I uh, do I have a slot? I do. Do I have the ingredients? Shit. I didn't check that. I do. I would like to cast True Sight on Mesmera. And, and I will say yeah. to look at the cape. We're trying to help you, save you from these demons. Sure. And are there any Irenees outside like the window or something? Um, not out the no, window, but the mirror is but alive. It's weird, like, yeah, the mirror, something is coming out of that mirror, by the way. I know like, there is you guys that, yeah, but... The, the Irenice, I now it's a good question you've asked that. You can't, you, they're not at the window. Quill, with your, you hear fighting. You hear someone or something fighting just outside this room. As in, like, there is a combat happening just beyond this central area. Hmm. Okay. Armor, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's the the four hit point dandelion. Uh, well, if if it would be if there was like the guards outside like flying up, and then she looks at them and sees they're actually fucking demons. Uh, but yes, I will yeah. cast true sight on her, and I I have one. Wanted to look at the cape or the one. mirror. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the mirror is going to be. Um. The cape won't. Well, the cape will probably just so, show magical aura. It won't actually like show like a corrupting influence or anything like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have a look at this reflection of herself and 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 yeah, true sight, so she can see what things really are around her. Sure. You you. She looks up. Like you cast this spell, and as she's just she's you get the sense that she's about to initiate a new rule. Like you get the sense that she's going to stop people spell casting. Um, and she looks up and then her eyes go wide and because she, she's looking in the direction of you and the mirror. And she's like, you're not, you're not my knight. And then you all look at the mirror and you see that the reflection of Mesmera, this kind of pretty maiden, as it pulls itself free, the illusion begins to fall away like ash coming away from a fire, leaving black skin, the six-fingered hands stretch around the frame and a tall, nine feet tall, onyx, like rock onyx skinned humanoid with perfect gray hair, chiseled body, golden eyes, steps through it. Well, isn't this a wonderful reunion? And now we will take a break. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Real quick, five minute break. Oh God. yeah, like you will see this. The illusion fades. This is Graz. This is Graz. Um, I. Mm. 
Hey, how does he look at us, though? How does he look at me and Lucius and uh, and Thalia? Huh? How, what does oh, he think of us? He seems pretty happy. He seems he seems like a happy chap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.